Once again, thank you for joining us on another what we hope to be fantastic episode of the Stoutcast podcast. This is the five-year anniversary episode. It has been five glorious years since we posted the first episode, which was, I believe, three beers recorded in a radio station in Sacramento, uh, where we had a different um, a different rating system and didn't really have any idea what we were doing. Um Almost all of those things have changed, uh, except for the last one. But we are uh, we're enormously fortunate to have uh, friends of mine and of the shows who have contributed much to it over the five years. Uh, we have Glenn Krim, Jorge Oseguera, Dave Gole from New Helvisa Brewing, Joey Gonzalez, and Chris Knapp. Uh, and so what we're going to do, since we were not able all to get together, is we're going to Zoom this bad boy and then hope like hell that the new uh, computer that I bought for this purpose uh, serves its function and records the audio and that we can uh, then publish something this evening instead of, say, a year from now. Uh, <laughs> like the no I'm not going to say that there may be an episode out there that is um, that is 10 months old. <laughs> um, but there might be one um, that has been uh, we have we've probably spent 10 hours on at least just trying to make it work and get new programming or you know, new editing software and uh, new people. And it's just, it's been, a, it's been a mess. And the last year has been kind of crazy as well. So um, it's kind of amazing that we're still doing this and it's kind of, kind of amazing that you're still my friends and that we're uh, able to get together and do this. Um, so um, some of us have, um, have the same beer, but it's not not many. Nap, were you able to go out and get a different beer besides uh, one of the ones I sent you? No, I have the six that you sent me. Okay, so we're going to start with one of those, um, and we're going to. So the three of us are going to get that one out of the way, and then each one of us is going to go one by one around with the beer that we brought to the table, um, and that way, and that way, Nap can feel included because otherwise, uh, we'd have to shun him. Um, and after the last time and the blood feud um, that's, and that's everything normal. else, yeah, it was, you know, it, it was a thing. So we're going to start with the Jackrabbit Brewing Company uh, off-campus donuts, Imperial Pastry Stout. Uh, it is a gray can with a car spinning Brodies on the blacktop. Uh, it has a big orange stripe on it. And it promises to be, well, a pastry stout, uh, raspberry, vanilla, and cacao, 13.1% alcohol by volume. We all have that one, right? Sweet. No. Yeah. I'm going to sit this one out. Okay. Did Glenn not get one? Glenn had to run out of the room and go grab it. I wasn't quite aware we were doing these. Oh, okay. Luckily, well, I'm swift. Uh, that's why the podcast has made it five years is because Ooh. of our incredible planning. So, um, for the others who are in the room, um, oh. our apologies for not having you invited you to this, but we only had like the availability to get three of these. And so I sent them out. Oh, I don't know. David, what's my average runtime for getting beer into the episode? Would you figure? Ofer? Uh, you mean? <laughs> within a year um yeah like I, the 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 first episode we did at new helvisa was called i believe old damn beer 
Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. We, I, we brought some. We we were dusting off those beers before we drank them. Yes, and then um, and then we went back, and then we had a much better version. So, um, this one smells like. Say it, Bob. It, it smells yes, like very good. It smells, it smells like, like raspberry. raspberries. Wow, um, it's a raspberry beer. It's um, not. Are you you're are you're, in a, you're drinking out of a cup, yes, Bob? Yeah. Are there chunks on the side of your cup? Did you, did you I, notice the finger pointing up? Um, yeah. Okay, cool. I thought it was just me. Um, David, you're the expert. Are there supposed to be chunks on the side of the cup, kind of like a like a Nestle's Quick with the chunks of chocolate? <laughs> I, that... I hate to say it, but it's it's pretty common with a lot of these styles of beer, and. Yeah, I mean they okay. they they brewed a, it's a thirteen percent beer. It's gonna have some uh, some heft to it, and it, some of that heft gets left behind on the edge of the cup. I I'm not complaining. I, I just like you know it's I I wish I was warned that I'm gonna yeah. chew my beer afterwards. Yeah, get a spoon and finish it off after you're mm-hmm. done drinking it. Well, yeah, well, it yeah. is a pa- it is a pastry stout like a dessert. Sure. It <laughs> so, it would go well on, on ice cream, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. if you like uh, raspberry, um, it's uh. What are the other flavors besides raspberry happening on that beer? Uh, cacao, cacao, and uh, vanilla, and the raspberry overwhelms uh, everything. But definitely the vanilla. Um, you got vanilla? I no, I it's, it, the raspberry overpowers the vanilla, but I can taste the cacao. Okay, um, yeah. I uh, it definitely does not come across as thirteen percent. That's for sure. Um, it's uh. It's it's not um, it's not terrible, but I don't really like raspberry all that much. So uh, I'd probably give it a a good, um, just because I'd probably drink it if it were free. But I probably wouldn't uh, buy two. Um, now, I agree. Uh, this is a uh, a probably a one beer. Somebody gave it to me. It's good, but I like raspberries. But mm, I don't know if I like them that much. Glenn. Uh, I kind of agree with that a little bit too much raspberry. Um, the 13%, this is a, this is a sneaker though. Oh yeah. Like I would have no idea it had that high of an ABV. Um, unless I either a looked at the can or B had one and a half of these and tried to stand. (laughs) No no standing love. Yeah. I would, I would actually go very good on this. Um, I, I like, I like the raspberry and then I like the cacao kind of comes in for me a little bit afterwards and I like it quite a bit. All right. Uh, you were afraid of this beer when I sent it to you, you said this is going to be, you said this is going to be a whole bunch of mess. So, yeah, uh, well, you, you sent me those other ones from brewery and they still haunt my dreams. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and you went out and did something, uh, you went and bought a, uh, basically a recreation of the cherry of the cherry one. You have a cherry stout and that's your contribution today. So we're going to, it is. All right. Well, we're going to, we'll, we'll run through that in a minute. Um, how's, how's the last year, uh, how's the last year been treating you? Me? Yeah. You're talking to Glenn or just anybody? Sure. Anybody. (laughs) Yeah. Overall. Yeah. I, no complaints really. I mean, you know, is there a country right. you is there a country you haven't visited? Uh Transylvania and Romania. 
but luckily <laughs> September's coming. Right. So we're going to be going there. So correct Ooh. me if I'm wrong, but um, you have gone to uh, Asia, uh, Antarctica, um, yeah. somewhere South America. Yeah. And then um, Europe's been somewhere. Yeah, I've, t- I've touched every continent and been to 33 countries. Wow. What about Fresno? And I've been to Fresno. Oh, see, no, that's it. That, he's, he's everywhere. And I went to a Bulldogs game. Thank you very much. I watched you know beat Cal Poly. Mr. Mr. Worldwide, that's he is. He's the new yeah. pit bull. I've also been to Bakersfield and Yuma. Oh. Boom. Just this year or just in your lifetime? Oh. Oh, in my lifetime. Okay, yeah, because yeah. I mean that's like that's a little bunch to ask. Yeah, yeah. those were on purpose. Uh, yeah, Glenn, uh, Glenn, I gotta know how are the stouts in Antarctica? Um, cold, super cold. Yeah, non-existent. Yeah. But there is there is a microbrewery in Svalbard, which is the furthest north town in the world, um, and their stout was amazing. Wow. I was blown away. I thought all of this beer is going to be trash because you want to talk no competition. Um, and the lager wasn't great, but the stout was amazing. And then it turns out they take it away from you at the airport if you try to bring it home. Wow. So, and long. that's and that's why we must invade uh, that country in order to, uh, per, to bring uh, peace and freedom to them. That's right. So that we can get the beer out. Absolutely. This should be a uh this to should free be it, to free the beer. Yeah, exactly. Free the beer. Free the beer. We invade Norway. We invade Norway. Yeah, we ride tonight. Let's do it. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Um, so who wants who's got a beer that they want to share? What do we got? I want to pop one open. All right, dude. Um, it's I like that it's blurred um just ah, by yeah, the that's cool. It's a go. witness protection beer. Uh, <laughs> all right. This one this one's from Alvarado Street Brewery uh in Monterey, California. It's an American Imperial Stout with vanilla and milk sugar. It's called Crip Crepuscular Creatures. Um we've got a 12.9 ABV on it. Ooh. Yeah. So. Uh, just even though you nailed the pronunciation, um, could you <laughs> could you go ahead and spell it? C R E P U S C U L A R. Okay. Crepuscular. Uh, yeah. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I, enough? yeah, I think you totally crushed it. And then obviously yeah. everybody knows what crepuscular means. Well, who does? Actually. Isn't that a muscular crustacean? Um, muscular? Now, because I'm an English teacher, I just happen to know this off the top of my head, uh, and that it is uh, of resembling or relating <laughs> to twilight. Um, it is also uh, has to do with zoology of an animal appearing or active in twilight, which, of course, mm-hmm. I just happen to know off the top of my head. Perfect. Uh-huh. Of course. You're welcome. So that, ex- that explains yeah. why why the can has like a fox, a bat, uh, looks like a I don't know um, a honey badger maybe. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. Jorge, Jorge drinks this. He's going to turn turn into a sparkling yeah. vampire. Oh my god! Hours <laughs> of the night. That's what it is. It, it smells. It smells good. Uh, it's got a very dark color. Uh, good. Good foam. 
Very chocolatey. Rory's got a fancy glass. Always. And it is delicious, I will tell you. There's I like it. Uh, a little bit of sweetness, a lot of sweetness. Um, the chocolate definitely comes through. And a little uh, hint of vanilla, too. And you can taste the alcohol, but not too much. I think this is a sneaky one, too, like uh, Glenn mentioned. I think if, if you didn't know better and you uh, drank quite a bit of this, it would it would hit you pretty good. But I would rate this a very good. I like it. Well, I'm I'm already uh, jealous that uh, you have it, exactly. and I have and I have, I have raspberry beret. Um, <laughs> in your, well, in your, in your research of this, Jorge, of uh, the beer, did you? Uh, is the brewery in Monterey? It is. It Perfect. is on Alvarado Street in Monterey. All right. Yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now, the if research. You hear, if you want to hear something that someone with a little bit more knowledge about beer has to say about the beer um uh i can read you a little something uh this says this american imperial stout is a foray into the world of flavor shrouded in shadows roasted cacao exotic spices coffee cake dark fruit and cherry wood are waiting to be discovered a penetrating uh trail of rich Camorous vanilla drifts in the wake and draws you in. A velvety texture tames a stealthy alcoholic warmth in the finish. In an age where pastry stouts are the rule, we attempt to build body, balance, and complexity in paradoxical faction, conventionally using a higher degree of hot side hopping and roasted malt than typical, and less traditionally by adding a touch of milk sugar for a velvety finish, which ties it all together. There you go. How big yeah. is this can? <laughs> <laughs> too, many, too many words. It <laughs> no started words. out yeah, like no it started like Fifty <laughs> so, Shades of Stout. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. I was gonna say it started like a like yeah. a porn trailer that then got really <laughs> like technical. Like, hey, we're no, not actually no. porn. It's it's just adult. Yeah. It's, a, it's a nature documentary. <laughs> it's yes. stout after dark. It's stout after dark. Uh, oh my god! Too many ways. Yeah, that's uh, some. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Somebody hired a public relations firm to do that, and they and they nailed it. They they, they definitely they definitely good. they definitely uh, put some effort in on that one. All right. Well, good. I'm glad you got a good one. All right. Who's up? All right. I'll go. He'll go. Oh, I like a. You want to go, Ben? ben? No, go ahead. Okay. Oh. All right. So, my understanding was I got this during some trip was just to do something that we haven't done before. So, I cheated. I have. You bought a Guinness. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> uh, Martyr Times. <laughs> Modern time, Black House, Modern Times Black House. Now, I will say I was in San Diego uh, the other day, and I did have this. They had it in the hotel I was at, and um, come to find out, Modern Times, I think it's a local, well, down there, it's a lo local brewer. Um, so this is a Black House. This is a, it's their coffee, coffee roasty stout. Which we can assume will include coffee and 
roast. E. Yes. Roasty stuff. <laughs> uh, so for those of us who have had uh, the um, myriad of um, modern times uh, releases, are they, a, are they are the new releases actually a different beer, or do they just keep releasing the same beer and then putting the same label on it? I'm pretty certain Modern Times does a lot of different beers. They're not doing the relabeling game like certain breweries. Okay. They also have their own coffee roaster. And so oh. all of the coffee beers that Modern Times do are from their usually from their own uh, coffee roast, which is pretty oh. cool. Wow. Nice. That's cool. Also, Modern Times is now owned by Maui Brewing Company. Which means what? Which means Maui... Um, doesn't have to ship their beer across the Pacific to get it here to the mainland and uh, modern times gets to continue making what I thought were always some pretty cool beers out of San Diego and, and keep distributing throughout the U S which I think it was a win-win kind of merger of two, two, you know, fairly big craft breweries in, on the West coast. Nice. Yeah. All right. As long as they're not corporate, right. I don't know. That's me. Damn well, the man. And, uh, yeah, Garrett, the owner of Maui Brewing, um, has some UC Davis roots and uh, studied there and uh, spent a lot of time in our neck of the woods. So he's he's familiar with with a lot of the breweries around here and, and the Davis scene and obviously the San Diego scene and uh, put together a real nice brewery in Maui if you ever get a chance to visit. Nice. Fantastic. Well, now I have a reason to go. There you go. <laughs> There's never a reason before. <laughs> no, not really. Yeah. Why would you? It's out in the middle the of the ocean. For God's beaches. Sake. Oh, yeah. Exactly. All right, Joey. What are you going to give it? What do you think? All right. So since this has been a while, uh, rating systems again. I remember Cat. I remember like Awesome. I remember um, very very triple good. <laughs> Um, just, I remember cat and like very good, but what was like yeah top, like the 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 top of the of the heap? Um, so I think um awesome. <laughs> Do you even remember? Very 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 good. Um, and uh, what was the other one? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't remember cat. Cat, cat. cat right? All right. What <laughs> was I it? think what it used to be something. What, what was the I, fourth one? Hello lit. Was that that the, was, that's glad. Oh, all right, yeah. <laughs> all right. So it's it's excellent. Oh, okay. Very good, good, fair, poor cat. So I think uh, I've been on record as saying like excellent needs to really kind of just like damn you know knock my socks off. Um, doesn't quite do that. It's I'm gonna give this somewhere between good and very good. Um. I do taste, you know, I've got coffee. I like coffee. Um, what's interesting on this, you know, on the back on their back of the can, they actually they say it's 75% Ethiopian and 25% Sumatran. I don't know coffee that well, so I don't know. I don't know, you know, what that means. But if you like coffee, you like stout, I think this is right up there. Um, you know, I'm one of those guys that likes coffee and stout. So there we go. It means no coconut. Oh, good. That's good. Yeah, no coconut, no, no. Bob. It, it yeah. means that three quarters of every bean is Ethiopian, and then one quarter of the bean is Sumatran. 
Yeah. I understand you could tell, that, but yeah. I could never. T- I couldn't tell, like, oh, that's a Sumatra bee, yeah. and that's yeah. the, you know. You know Don't sell yourself short, Joey. I know we know you can. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, David, your thoughts on the difference between uh, Ethiopian and Sumatran coffee? Uh, that's way out of my realm of expertise. Uh, we I know that we've done some uh, coffee stouts with Temple Roasters here in Sacramento. And Ethiopian was part of that blend, and we ended up winning a GABF silver medal with a, a espresso. It wasn't a stout; it was a it was a strong golden ale, so light body and color, but real robust kind of coffee flavor coming off of that beer at about eight percent alcohol. Fantastic beer, obviously. The, the judges of the GABF thought so, and. Um, we have not been able, we haven't had a chance to brew that since uh, 2018. So maybe that one will make a comeback and you'll all get a chance to try it here in, in the near future, I hope. That would be cool. That'd all be right. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, the uh, modern times, I mean, they they usually make a good beer. Um, I, I don't recall having one that was fantastic. It always struck me as a little, um, it always seemed a little thin and a little bitter. Um, and I just, I mean, it was fine. Uh, and they're they're certainly reasonably priced, which is why I think they're so widely available. But, um, you know, I think good to very good is probably about where any of the rest of them that I've had um, have have landed. So. All right. Thank you, sir. Uh, all right. Who's up? Glenn. 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 I'll do it. OK, <laughs> I've got a cherry stout from Walking Man Brewing. Ooh. There's there's the picture there. Shows a little walking guy and some cherries. Um, it's 7.2% alcohol. It's brewed with seven grains, including flaked oats. This complex brew offers big chocolate coffee flavors that mesh beautifully with sweet, rich cherries in this unique twist on our classic oatmeal stout. So not as wordy as the other beer, but <laughs> right to the point, yeah. right and, to the point. And the so way that... you read it was really, I mean, it was straight out of like the British baking show. I mean, that was, well, I appreciate that was nice. That was nice. That's what I was going for. I know. So, so then this is a cherry oatmeal. Basically. It is. Yep. And it's from a, a little brewery in Stevenson, Washington that I've been to a number of times and I love this place. Uh, it's beautiful. It's on, it's in this small town right by bridge of the gods. Um, amazing deck. The beer has all been on point when I've had it, but I've never had this one and their food is through the roof. It's fantastic. So we'll see how their cherry stout is. I guess. We're going to see if it's hello lit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, oddly enough, I expected a lot more cherries. Cherry? Well, just scent in general. Like, I mean, it's got a good head on it, but I'm I'm getting very little in the way of any kind of bouquet. But um, how's the mouth feel? Yeah, All right, mouth. where is the chat? <laughs> Where's the chat yeah. button? How do I how do I kick <laughs> Joey out of here? Um, it hey, it's the five year anniversary. We gotta go, <laughs> right? We gotta bring bring some skeletons yeah, if, out of the closet. <laughs> If this didn't have cherries on the bottle, I wouldn't know there was a cherry component to it. That said, it is a really good um, coffee, chocolatey stout. Um, really, really good. But this, the cherry doesn't come through for me. I, I wish 
some of you other guys had it, make sure it's not just me, but I'm not tasting any cherry at all in this. Um, is chocolate and coffee in the description of the beer? It is. And so that's coming through, just not the cherry so much. Yeah, I'm just not getting the cherry. I'm getting everything else, and it's really good. Um, it's not overbearing. But, yeah, I just don't taste the cherry. That said, good stout. I would give it a, I would give it a good. Would the cherries have some, some cherries? Would the cherries have some sort of impact or effect on the beer um, besides taste, David? I mean, you should. You wouldn't necessarily get aroma. Cherry doesn't really give off a strong aroma in the brewing process, so I would expect there to be more of the, you know, more on the the flavor side of it. And if you're not picking that up, then seems like they they probably wasted a batch of cherries on a really good beer but that that fruit element to add to beer is really expensive for small breweries like ours and I'm sure the Stevenson brewery you can you got that from it's uh it's a big investment and you want that to pay off and come through so you know maybe uh maybe that just needs to be boosted a bit what's remind me what's the ABV on that beer uh 7.2 Okay, so the alcohol would not have overshadowed the cherry necessarily. It might just be a ratio or a blending or something that could be adjusted on process. But if you got a good beer, you got a good beer, yeah. <laughs> even if the cherry didn't shine through. All right, so um, let's hear. David, what did you bring to the party? I, I, did you bring one of your own? Well, I brought one that I have to go dig out of the fridge, but you might recognize this. I think you you might have spent a little time here. An insight with Beth Ruyak. Um, I'm, I'm drinking a whiskey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Aged in stout barrels. So. Oh, there you go. Oh, well, uh, nice. I like the reverse. Uh, I like the reverse uh, uh, yeah. uh, method of uh, of operations there. Um, yeah. So what yeah. I did bring. So it's more storytelling, I think, than uh, beer drinking because you guys can't taste what I'm tasting. But if you you look at this old relic. Beautiful. We did a, a, a promotion with them way, way back in 2015 called Strong Beer Month. And it was in December. We used it as a, as a filler time of year kind of event. We brewed four strong beers between us and put them together as a flight. And I, I broke this glass out of my archives just to share it with the podcast today. Uh, you're going to have to you're going to have to hold it still because I can't see what the glass says. And I'm old. <laughs> So it's the old Rubicon. Rubicon, okay. Rubicon in New Helvetia. We did a strong beer month back in uh, December of 2015. So the beer is actually one of ours that's fairly recent. And I'm not going to rate this because obviously that's not really fair. But Of course it's fair. What do you say? You may have a bias? What? <laughs> <laughs> well, the story on this beer, we called this beer. I should have showed it to you before I uh, poured it, but... The can it's a it's it's called multi balls, and it's a malted milk ball stout, and so we wanted to take that that experience of eating Whoppers at the movie theater, and put that in into a beer. And so we found some ingredients that that worked well to to create that that malted milk ball flavor, and made a really nice base beer. This one's six point seven percent alcohol, obviously very, you know, jet black good creamy head on the top of it a little roasty on the aroma 
none of the milk ball is not really coming through on the aroma and it's very subtle on the flavor probably like the cherry on the the beer you just had glenn it, it didn't really the malted milk ball flavor is not really popping through as prominently as i would like it to so that you taste this and you go yep that reminds me of of eating a whopper it's close but it's not quite there this is our first go around of it we're going to improve the process next time but it's a fun beer. It tells a fun story. As far as a you know, a good quality stout, it's not going to knock you on your butt at six point seven percent. Little bit of little bit of bitterness. I might want to tip this a little more toward the sweet side. I'm I'm critical of my own beer. It's good. You know, it's kind of a shoulder shrug. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good one. And I I brought a second beer. If you want to circle back to me later, uh, from a neighboring brewery here in Stack. Uh, that has a that I haven't cracked open yet. I haven't even tasted it yet. Has a has some real fun packaging to it, and it should be a fun one to taste and describe. And dear God, Bob, when are you going to get this thing to, back together in person? Because seems like we we should have been doing this in person, like a big panel with an audience and an auditorium type thing. You had your chance. I, with, yeah, Bob. Um, yeah. Mess um, that up, Bob. <laughs> well, the, I have school tomorrow, so um, there's that. Um, shockingly, I I keep putting the school children uh, first, and I keep trying to do uh, the best thing <laughs> that I can for them to teach them how to be better people uh, the children and, better, are the future. and better writers. The children are our future. Um, Look at you with your moral and ethics. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But I you're know. a short timer. Wow. Does your school have an auditorium? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> it, yep. it, it does. It does. Um, and, uh, you know, it's been, so I've been back home for now since uh, end of July, early August. Uh, born and raised here in uh, in Mariposa, California, and uh, we are. You can see all the crap behind me because we are all living in one the top level of our of our two story house um, because the rest of the house basically needs to be gutted um, or re uh, to have the rewired, um, re roofed, uh, refloored. Um, so we definitely bought a uh, we definitely bought a project, but it's two blocks away from the high school. So I've been able to um, walk my uh, sixth grader to school every morning or ride our bikes to school every morning. And, you know, as far as uh, where I'm going next year, I'm going to be at Yosemite High School in neighboring Oakhurst, California, which is only 20 miles away or so. Um, so I, uh, you know, my first year as a teacher um, has been a learning experience. There's a ton that I could have done better, uh, but I regret um, really absolutely nothing, um, there you go. that I've Good. done because Good. I've done the best I could and the kids are better off for me having been here. And that's really all I can, that's really all I can do. Um, and hopefully, uh, hopefully Yosemite high school, um, is going to work out where, uh, I've already been asked, oh, okay, do you want to coach anything? Do you want to do the yearbook? Do you want to do this or that? I'm like, uh, yeah, uh -huh. yeah, absolutely. Cause as you as you all know, I don't I don't say no very well. Um, are you going like to take a summer off, or that's are why you we like you? To... So uh, the summer is going to be me re-roofing the house. Oh wow! Okay. So yeah, you sure know how to party. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but I would like to. Uh... And clearly, the best time of year to re-roof is the summer. Well, yeah, yeah summer, beating beating heat, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, I don't know if you knew this or not, but uh, California got a little bit of rain. This, what? This, yeah, I know. We got a little bit uh, of, of water to the... Are, uh, aren't we in a drought? Uh, if we are, we shouldn't be. because That depends um, on where you live. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, it... So we moved right in the middle of a snowstorm. We, we had that whole batch of snowstorms from late February through March. We moved right in between two of them. It was literally walk wow. outside. Is it snowing? No. Great. Call my nephew and his four-wheel drive, get him up to our place, load up the truck with whatever we could, get down, look back up. It's snowing now? Okay, great. Now we're not going back. And then do it again the next day. Um, wow. <laughs> We, uh, I shoveled the driveway and made igloos on both sides of our street. That's how much snow we had. And then, and then that night we moved our stuff into town and stayed in town. And then the next morning it was clear for a minute. And so I got my nephew, I got my, his, his four-wheel drive truck. We went back, back up the hill. There's eight inches of snow in the driveway. I had to shovel a channel through the driveway so we could cover, we could carry the rest of the stuff out to the street. It's just, you know, it's just been just anything that we needed to do has just kind of had to go through something like that pretty much for the, the entire, uh, the entirety of the last year. But I'm coaching. That sounds great, Bob. Let's drink some beer. <laughs> would you like to hear more about me it's, it's called character building bob yeah exactly yeah. all right so um all right i'm gonna go next because i've had this one sitting in my fridge for a minute uh it is the hubbard's cave french toast and as you can tell they spared no expense <laughs> man on, wow. on the label i mean it, it looks is, like a french art film i mean from 1920 yes um yeah, Yes, the French toast is um, gray, and the whipped cream on top is white, and then the rest of the can is black. So, and the um, overall label, it's like a it's like a tall guy wearing a small sweater. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go with that. <laughs> uh, super dark, uh, just like the label. Um, it is a flavored imperial stout. Uh, just in case you were wondering, uh, brewed at Unani. Brewery, LLC in Niles, Illinois. David, your Un Ani Brewery knowledge? None. Is strong. None. Is um, there is there a P in front of that Un that got rubbed off? Ah, uh, <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah. Un, un Pani? No, there's <laughs> yes, not. Bob, yes. Twelve point zero percent alcohol by volume imperial stat fermented with cinnamon maple syrup vanilla beans and lactose so it should be um delicious we'll find out hmm. i like cinnamon i really like cinnamon and there is a ton of it in this beer i mean it's it could be it wow this is really yummy And what I like most about it, I mean, it's creamy. It's um, it's got a lot of cinnamon. It's not too sweet. It's got a little bite to it. Does it taste like French toast? It really mm -hmm. does. It tastes like French toast. This is really this is fantastic. Uh oh. Oh yeah. Ooh. Oh, it is an excellent in our yeah. future. Um, I'm trying to find something wrong with it right now, and the even the best part about it. Um, this is one of the Bob Moffat specials that's been sitting in my fridge 
since <laughs> 2021. How did you hey. acquire this beer? Um, I'd rather not discuss. Um, <laughs> this was before he was a teacher. The things he's not proud of. Um, <laughs> I I uh, either got it at um, likely I either got it at Cordy Brothers or I got it at uh, New Earth Market in uh, Yuba City. Um, it's if you don't like cinnamon, this is not this is not your your jam. But apparently, Bob loves cinnamon. Yeah. Wow, this is and I like sweet stouts. I, I love pastry stouts and no coconut. It's it's there's a little mm. bit of there's a just a little tinge of like a bitterness at the end, but it's not really an aftertaste. I given that they were going for French toast and they crushed it, I'd have to go. I'm gonna go excellent. I don't think I've given an excellent out in quite a while, so I'm mm. gonna go excellent. Hubbard's Cave. Probably one of the worst, um, you know, least appealing uh, labels ever in the history of all beer cans. But um, the beer is the beer's on it. Hey, Bob, I'm going to clue you in. Yeah. Less less is more. Okay. They didn't go for flashy. Less is more. Yeah. That's an excellent hey, point. They got a picture of French toast on the on the label. True. Tastes like French toast. So, right there. Yeah. Uh, at least to, you know, based and, on, according to Bob. They are, uh, they are backing what they are selling. So, oh yeah, Un, uh, unlike Un. what uh, Jorge had, what is a picture worth? <laughs> uh, uh, nothing. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. We couldn't see the picture because the FCC kept coming in and uh, and blurring the picture. Yeah. The, well, it happens. Um. Now, so Unani Hubbard's Cave. I wonder what Hubbard's Cave and um and French toast has to do with each other. But it's uh it's good. All right. Uh, who else has got one? We've, I think we've gone. Everybody, uh, you're pointing to the. Is that you're, who are you your... pointing at, Glenn? Chris. Chris oh, Knapp. Yeah. Well, I have. Don't I have uh, two others that people have? Uh, yeah, but um, why don't you do the one? Why don't you do the one that the? Why don't you do one of them that you and I and Glenn have? Because we don't want to have David and Joey and Jorge. Sitting there, I mean, well, what, what do you still. have? Because I, I have five, uh, I have six more beers. Um, I got another one, I got another one too, in case you I gotta go grab my content. other one. Right okay, back. Dave's gonna go Cooper grab his other one. Um, oh, I gotta do that, do that reveal. I've got a Cooper's Brewing, I've got a I got that test. You got a Cooper's Brewing, I got a uh, dry Irish nitro green. I don't think you had that. No. Okay. No. Um, Cooper's and um a Warlock. Yes, I have a Warlock. Um, Southern Tier. Yeah, I think the Warlock. I'm gonna. Wow, it's still good. Best Buy, um, July of 2023. That's uh, unusual. Just suggestions. Sneaking you, in. Hey, have have you guys done the the groovy? Uh oh the the non alcoholic. No. no. Yeah, that's, that sounds. Oh, it I is not alcoholic. Holy crap! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about the Kalamazoo? Never do those. How about the Kalamazoo? Um, Kalamazoo. I do not have that. I, I have it in the beer fridge downstairs, but I don't have it ready right. to go now. Um, so we'll we'll save that for uh, we'll save that for our next episode, which we were supposed to record. Like you guys, uh, we've already done this, one, correct? Yes. Yeah. yeah so you can yeah you can drink that one anytime. Oh sweet. 
Thank all you. right. And I'm going to pour this beer back in the container. That's how much I like it. Um, all right. So how about we do the Coopers? Yeah. Is that a we or is that a Chris? That's a you. you oh, that's a Chris because it's in a bottle. So Chris, yeah. go ahead. Oh, hold on a second. So the Coopers, you got it? I'm going to get the thing open. Well, let's see here. It's uh, Cooper's Brewery. Best extra stout. A nice round yellow label. No additives. No preservatives. Australian made. Australian owned. Oh. Oh. All right. It's got Let's a cool here. label. Cooper's Ales and Stouts are brewed using the centuries-old top fermentation method. We'll have to get Dave on that one. <laughs> and natural bottle, oh, bottle conditioning. Refreshing and a characteristic fine sediment forming on the base of the bottle. This is this is sediment is in completely natural and can be great, gently mixed before drinking. Okay, all right. Where's my bottle? Right. Warning you about the clumps. You you open that. I'm gonna go uh, get something to wipe up the beer that I just uh, spilled on the dresser. Great. Everybody's once you it. pop that. Could we see the? Could I see the label, Chris? Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Let's go. Sure. The beer on the computer probably is probably good. It's, um, I think that's probably like a recommended like uh, process to, you know, kind of work in a, a, a brand new computer. All right. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Thanks. So, uh, yeah. Everybody's probably going to be asking the kids why their clothes all smell like beer. But, you know, then they can just explain. Well, you know. And this was established in 1862. Wow, look at you. All right, so. You know, it. Uh, that is hilarious. What? It has a best after date. Oh, okay, so age it a little bit. Yeah, and this was eight three of twenty. Well, that's why I've been holding on to it for so long. Yeah, it's, it's a Rona beer. I totally picked up on, <laughs> on that. Uh, oh, here we go. Yeah, it's a six point three percent alcohol. Okay, that's what I was trying to get at. But it has no description of flavors or anything. Um, but what are you tasting? Ah, geez, you know, I it actually it it tastes like Guinness. It really does. Well, thin, thin mouthfeel. Yeah, yeah, it, it's Damn it's it. light. <laughs> um, yeah, That's it's actually word. Yeah, yeah, this actually reminds me of Guinness, and I like Guinness, so hey, this is not bad. I. It, it yeah. has a uh, it has a foreign extra stout um, quality to it, which I guess is not surprising considering that it's foreign. Australian. Um, oh. And it's called a best extra stout. Do we have a? Have you heard of a best extra stout, David? No, I mean we make up it all the time. This probably fits <laughs> right into that. <laughs> yeah, best extra stout, a beacon for lovers of a hearty brew, robust flavor comprising a blend of fruit, chocolate, and hot bitter notes. Okay, I can see that. It's it's very drinkable. Uh, not, and the not top at all. The top fermentation method is uh, is that where you climb on top of the vat and then ferment it that from <laughs> from up top instead of un 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 underneath. What is that? Yeah, I think what that's is that? 
I think it's just an ale fermentation. It's a standard fermentation. They just described it fun. <laughs> Chris, what do you uh, what do you want to give it? I'm going to give this a very good. This is a very good beer. Uh, I do enjoy they, it. Yeah, and it's and it's a light. It's what six, what I say six point three. So yeah, you can have a couple of these and not not be too worried. So light gas, light, um, kind of fruity. Um, yeah, I'm uh I'm not a big fan of the uh the foreign the foreign extra stout genre. The ones that I've had, uh, it's a weird genre to gauge because often if it's foreign extra, it's from a foreign country, and it takes a long time to get here. Um, David, what do you think about the notion of a best after date? Have you seen that previously? Seen as how it's like only in the, the 6% range, it's not, you know, beers that age well tend to have really high alcohol levels, eight and a half, nine, higher than that even. Um, but something that's only, you know, what do you say it was 6.3? Yes. That's uh, that's not an alcohol level that's gonna gonna have a long shelf life, and so it it, it would it would be a little concerning that that beer might might start to age out a little faster than a, a beer that had a lot more alcohol backbone to it. That would be I, what I would think. Curious, because I, I'd like to see if they have one a best at like here drink it at this time compared to this one if it does lose flavor. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I don't know. It's but no, it's not bad at all. Actually, it's good. All right. All right. Uh, David, you got one more? I do. All right. So a local brewery called Logoff out of Rancho Cordova. Have you done any of their beers yet? Uh, no. All right. So this one is called Decadent AF. Um, AF. Keep it clean. clean. Get it. AF, Decadent and, and Fun. Is that what that yes, means? Yes, very yes. Good. You're very good, Dave. Decadent and Fun. Yes. <laughs> and it's it's got the uh, the, the wax Ooh. seal oh. with Ooh. sprinkles Ooh, on it. Ooh, it looks oh. chocolatey. Sprinkles. Yeah. Is this a chocolate stout? It's an imperial stout, and I cannot read a single thing on here. Oh, yeah, let's do some reading, okay? 11, 11 different malted grains form the base of this extravagantly extra beer. Fun description. Steeped post-fermentation on a combined 25 pounds of toasted almond, 50 pounds of toasted coconut. You're going to hate this beer, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> and a pound of Madagascar vanilla bean. That's a, okay, a pound of vanilla is, that is so much money. I'm sorry. Oh, that's, yeah. That's crazy. I better money. taste vanilla in this beer, and I, I don't, I'm, we'll see. Uh, this stout is the pinnacle of liquid decadence. Nice sentence. Uh, recommend to share with a friend or loved one. I'm, I, this is a 500 ml bottle and I'm, I'm cracking it to take a sip of it and I'm probably not going to share it. So uh, this is a shame. And that's um, why we should do this in person. Exactly. Next time. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Next time. <laughs> well, for uh, the, ten, the tenure, with the tenure we'll, we will be at your front door. 12% wow, ABV. And I'm going to cut away this wax. And this is how TikTok videos are made, kids. <laughs> and this is how someone yeah. chops off their thumb. And just for fun of it, I'm going to use my my Tiki God uh, bottle opener that I brought back from Maui, of nice. all places. Nice. Uh, I, I see a Brady Bunch problem coming on here. <laughs> Big time. 
I didn't steal it though, so the tiki guys aren't going to be okay. angry. All right, okay. <laughs> did you great. did you break How many it? People and are going to get the Brady Bunch reference, by the way. <laughs> I think we're all old enough here. All right. Any, oh, anybody who doesn't little... get it probably shouldn't be uh, probably shouldn't be listening. <laughs> exactly correct. All right, here we go. Let's see the oh, four. Yeah, it's got a maroon kind of color to it, at least from. Or I'm sitting. Something's wrong with your computer there. Uh, yeah, there, yeah, it's very dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I thought I gave that a pretty robust. Too much of a head. Not much yep. of a head. Not much of a head. Super dark color. Uh-huh. I smell vanilla, and you know you smell vanilla when it's, I hope so. It, it reminds you of walking into a Baskin and Robbins ice cream shop. Mm-hmm. Do you ever oh. notice that smell? Cold stick yeah, your yeah. nose in the glass and you're like yeah. oh it's like you just opened the door to baskin and robbins and walked in that's right. what this smells yeah. like that's the first hint i get a little bit of banana on the flavor on the aroma too oh wow this is chocolatey goodness this is Decadent as whatever that description means. <laughs> as fun. Forever. Decadent and always fun. and forever. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this is uh, this has been sitting in my fridge for probably six months. The brewer uh at Logoff is a friend of mine who used to work at New Helvetia, great dude, and uh, gifted me this bottle and I hadn't had an opportunity to open it and, and try it yet. And it's it's impressive. It's yeah, just a lot of those chocolate notes come through. I am getting a little bit of banana, which is was not part of the description, but it doesn't take anything away from it. It just kind of uh, hammers home that that sort of ice cream shop kind of <clears throat> feel that I'm getting out of this. And it's it's an enjoyable, enjoyable beer. But yeah, twelve percent alcohol. I would, I would probably split this one three ways because <laughs> I'm not, I'm not about to tackle this big boy on my own. <laughs> but I, I'm giving this a very good. This is a very good beer. Yeah. All right. Well, we have. Uh, anybody else got one? Jorge, do you want to share your last one? Or... I got another one. You got a lot. You got another one. All right. Let's see. Dino s'mores. <laughs> Okay. Dino S'mores. It comes from uh, Chicago, Illinois. Uh, this is produced uh, by Off Color Brewing. And let's see, on the can, we've got a uh, little mouse. Looks like he's uh, making some s'mores. And what this says, it's an Imperial Marshmallow Stout, 10.5% alcohol. The malts are Pale, Vienna, Wheat, Cora, two, extra special flaked oats. So it's the extra special one. Uh, dark chocolate, black roasted barley, and uh, the hops are nugget. And then it even tells you what its secret ingredients are. And the secret ingredients are marshmallow, vanilla bean molasses graham flour and cocoa nibs and we all know we love our nibs right that's absolutely not yeah. much of a secret anymore right right <laughs> here we go 
So we're expecting something that's super bitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Holy cow. Ooh. All right. Quite the head there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very dark. Uh, very sweet. A lot of, lot of cocoa. Definitely. Boy, that's quite the head there. Would you like uh, a straw to get through the yeah, foam to get down to the bottom of that? <laughs> I need to let that come down a little bit, but uh, come on, come on, just hurry. A milk mustache, just do it. Just, just do it. Just dive in. Here we yeah. go. Okay, smells sweeter than it actually is. It's actually kind of uh, mild. Uh, it is bitter, uh, but not too bitter. Just a little bit bitter. Um, it's nice. Not strong on the chocolate or uh, vanilla. Kind of a a balanced overall flavor. Uh, I would give this a good, a good. Um, you're, you're not a huge fan of like super sweet stuff, though, right? Not a huge fan of super sweet stuff. Um, this is easier to drink than the one that I had before though. Um, the other one you could, um, you could definitely check, taste the cocoa and the, um, and the alcohol came through a little bit more. This one's a little light and the head diffused pretty quick. I don't know if you can see that. Yeah. It's gone. So uh, would you say you're, it almost sounds like you're a little disappointed for what you got compared to what you uh, were expecting. You know, um, it's not as velvety as the other one, but I wasn't expecting it. I was more intrigued with the s'mores, and I was curious if they could bring the s'mores kind of flavor through the 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 graham cracker and you know the marshmallow. I don't get the graham cracker and marshmallow very much. You know, for a moment there, Bob, I thought about picking up the uh, campfire uh, nitro. It, but I thought we did the campfire before already. From high water? Yeah. They had a nitro, and I was—I didn't know whether or not that'd be cheating. Mm. So I, I believe we've done all the versions of the campfire, at least that have been out yeah. uh, in the last <laughs> couple of years. So. Uh, but I do appreciate that you were thinking about picking up your favorite beer so that you could, you could touch it <laughs> once again on the podcast. I think that was, I think that was very generous of you um, in your thinking. So... All right. Well, yeah, I, I, I I was I was uh I grabbed it because I I love s'mores, and I was curious if someone could really capture some of that essence. Um, it's a good beer. Uh, if you're looking to pick up those notes of your typical s'mores, I don't know that you would necessarily get that from this. Um, general overall good stout, yes. S'mores, not so much. Uh, where did you pick it up? Uh, Cap Tap. Uh, yeah, off of Fair Oaks. Okay. Well, it's given that Joe, Joey's love of s'mores and, and stouts mm-hmm. together, now he knows where to go to pick that up. So, And we can give them a, we can give them a shout out as well. Um, sure. So I think, well, I've got another um, half a dozen beers, but um, that's we're going to have to <laughs> say that for a later day. Um, and besides, we're right at about an hour, which is usually uh, way more than uh, than anybody really wants to listen to any of us talk. 
Um, so I think we're, I think we're good. Uh, can we do based on like the ratings that I have, I think the one I've got sitting in my hand, um, is probably the one that, um, engendered the most delight. Although Dave goals, uh, Dave goals, uh, what was it? What was the name of the, the, I, I gave decadent AF a very good from, from, uh, log off and log off. Right. Brewery. Um, and I'm, I'm I'm drinking some more of this Hubbard's Cave, and it's it's still it's a it's sweet, and there's a lot of cinnamon, and I'm wondering if it's I'm wondering if it's actually too much. So I I may I may dial it back down to a very good excellent, um, just because there's not it's like liquid cinnamon and not exactly like a stout. So um, I may dial it back a little bit now that I've uh, you you bring up actually a a good point. If you want to talk about this for a second, first time for everything, is, Dave. Beer evolves from the first pour to the last, you know, from the beginning of the glass to the bottom of the glass. Mm. It's going to change. And you're, I think you're experiencing this in the course of this podcast. <laughs> you went from being having your socks blown off by this beer to now saying, you know, it's, it's, it might be a little too cinnamony or it, it's not quite giving me the same experience I had. 20 minutes ago when I first tried it. And that's very true. Your experience is is 100% accurate. Like it this happens in beer and it's it's supposed to. I think that's the unique part of this process is that we get to we get to try something and when it's when the glass is up here it tastes one way and then when it gets down here it tastes something like something different. And I think that's pretty cool. You just demonstrated that. There you go. Way to go, Bob. Congratulations, Bob. You played yourself. I don't know if you knew this or not, but I, I used to paint pictures with words. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, gosh. Um, Probably a good thing you're a teacher yeah. now. Yeah, exactly. You now, I, tell yourself that, Bob. now all I can do is tell stories about all of the people that I've encountered in my life who did something stupid and um, and to try to warn them not to do the same thing. Um, so you're talking about you're talking about me and Glenn, <laughs> kind of, um, yeah. Do uh, you know that's such a uh, um, it's such an awkward. Uh, see, there's a thing. Oh gosh, Zoom says we've got the time limit. Yeah. Um, I the special in Nevada, package. Yeah. <laughs> so hey, uh, so we're we're done with the podcast. I think we're I think we're about done with the podcast, which is uh, means that I should I should say, um, say so, up, right? I should say so long, which is um, and to remind people that uh, you can check five years, uh, and what are we sixty episodes, five years oh. sixty episodes, um, of the of the podcast, um, two hundred, this will make somewhere in the neighborhood of two hundred seventy five beers that we have rated, and uh, sixty six brewers who have been part of the podcast um so we've definitely i think uh expanded beyond the uh two morons in a garage or two or two morons in a sound studio <laughs> at a public radio station somewhere i think we've expanded a little bit beyond that uh and the fact that anybody still cares about um what we do or what we have to say and that they appreciate it all is uh, kind of awesome so, um, and I think you guys are all kind of awesome and I appreciate you, uh, not only for your friendship, but for just joining me in this little passion project I have that costs me roughly $350 a year. Um, yeah, there you go. Someday, <laughs> someday, someday I'll get a sponsor. 
but you know what destination bob it's the journey that's right and what a journey we've been on that's right i am the i am the little acorn that becomes yes the mighty oak yes absolutely (laughs) inspirational so if um you were listening to this podcast for the first time uh and you're on like spotify or google podcasts or um itunes or wherever um there's a website and the website has a beer list and you can go to your local um uh, alcohol vendor and you can look at the beer list and you can say oh is this beer here? It is. Oh, well, how did they rate it? And then you go through the list of people who rated it. And then you can maybe have kind of a general idea about whether or not you should buy it or what your tastes are and what their tastes are and whether or not you should spend your money on that or whether you should spend your money on something else. So hopefully we provide a service uh, in that regard. Uh, the, it is also classified uh, by the best of categories for the year. Uh, it's also ca- uh, classified by genre of uh, different types of stouts. So we try to provide as much information uh, to you as uh, humanly possible. Um, so once again, that's stoutcast.com. Uh, we want to thank you for listening wherever you are. And thank you for celebrating uh, five years with us. And thank you, David Gold from New Helvetia Brewing in Congrats, downtown Bob. Sacramento. Thank you, thank you sir. Uh, Joey Gonzalez, Jorge Oseguera, Chris Knapp, and Glenn Krim, uh, all the way from um, far-flung regions of the Western United States. Uh, We want to thank you all for joining us. And we'll catch you next time. Stoutcast at stoutcast.com.